This show is part of the Miles Offside Podcast Network. Visit twitter.com slash milesoffsidepod for more information. And now, on with the show. another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts Chuck Bailey and super producer Ian Stimson. Hi-o! Howdy! Hey, things are getting crazy here. We are recording the day before the transfer window, and it seems like the whole fucking league is up in the air making crazy moves. The rumors are out of hand. Mm. It's a really good way to stay relevant um, as well, recording the day before all the major news breaks. And then, you know, congratulations on insert player here, getting a move to insert club here for insert amount of transfer fee here. This this felt like a good idea because we hadn't covered the game week one fixtures when we did our season preview, but now it feels like a terrible idea because the world's gone fucking batshit. I know. So much is going to be either a lot or nothing tomorrow. Like, yeah. th- this this feel like there's a lot more going on. Like, the last few deadline days have been damp squibs. This is picking up steam. Like, it seems like Arsenal are going to sign uh, Messi, <laughs> um, Madrid. No, that's Tottenham. That's Tottenham. And the uh, reanimated corpse of Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah, why not? Is he is he dead? No, he's not. <laughs> he's not dead. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, just checking. Yeah, that does seem to be the case that it's Tottenham, Arsenal, and Everton seemingly are have bought and are continuing to buy every player on the planet. Yeah, I think it's brilliant that when Tottenham were building their stadium, they found like unlimited pots of gold in the foundations when they were building it. Because where the fuck has all this money come from that they're suddenly gonna buy players with and pay wages with? I don't know, but we did say in the preview last week that this was an opportunity for Spurs to push on and hit the next level like Liverpool did a few years ago. And it seems like they're at least trying to do that. Mm. Um, Daniel Levy's still there, so who knows what's actually going to happen by <laughs> yeah. between now yeah. and Friday. But, but like, they're making moves, man. I heard that they might have reached an agreement with Dybala now is, like, the latest thing. Shit's getting crazy. Everton are shipping off half their squad to Crystal Palace for Zaha, along with 90 million pounds. Right? And Check. also half of the city, um, I believe. Yeah. And the ground. Yeah, this, yeah. The key to the city. <laughs> From the mayor. Uh, is that a thing you guys do over there? What, a key to the city? Yeah. Yeah, like it's a, th- a sort of a thing. It's a ceremonial thing, I think. Yeah. Doesn't, I think it doesn't actually open, like, every every door in the city. <laughs> no, but doesn't it mean you can, like, I don't know, go go to a bowling alley and get a free game or whatever? Probably, well, it'd probably be, like, reduced fee. You'd probably pay, like, <laughs> yeah, four no, quid. Nothing's free anymore, yeah. No. Uh, that's what Zaha. Zaha wants reduced bullying. That's <laughs> that's what he's holding out for. <laughs> mm. um, but I don't actually want to talk about all the crazy transfers because it's none of it's good for Chelsea. Other teams are getting better and maybe we're losing some of our players to rivals. So uh, game week one fixtures? Yeah? Yeah, let's do that. That's the, the constant that we can deal with. A little bonus, uh, bonus pod for you folks. We couldn't wait for the games to happen because we wanted to get in there and talk about them. So we're and, we, go and we forgot them. last week. Let's face it, they know us by now. Like we, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Glimpse behind the curtain. Uh, so, Friday, <laughs> August 9th, 2019, at 15 o'clock. 
London time, Liverpool will be kicking off at home against... At 15 o'clock London time? No, 8 o'clock London time. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Yes. 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 Sorry. <laughs> yes. 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 The FPL site for the first time ever changed the kickoff times to be in my time zone. I've been doing mental math for years, being like, "Oh, 15, What is that?" <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, you have numerous maths qualifications. Yeah. Uh, a few degrees here and there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay, no, I just assumed that it was in the other time zone because, like, it literally has always been. Um, okay, at some point on Friday, <laughs> August 9th, <laughs> Liverpool at home will be playing against Norwich. Um, naturally, the season opener should be a on a Friday and um, should be the team that got the highest points without winning it. Um, <laughs> I don't get this. Does the league always start on a Friday? Did last year, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the first time. To me, the league should start, the champions at home, that's how you kick off the season. I mean, are you not counting the Community Shield? Because that was the champions kicking off the season. That doesn't count. That's an end. The the Community Shield should be at the very end of the season. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like an opening fixture. It also should not count as a trophy. Well, it does, though. It's a friendly... It's not a friendly. You have to either win the league or the FA Cup to qualify for it. Sure, but you're allowed more substitutions and red cards don't count. <laughs> he makes a good point. Doesn't sound like a real game. Okay, Just saying. but you can't, you can't lump it in with the Emirates Cup or the Audi Cup or the whatever the other, the Premier League Asia Trophy. There you or... go, thank you. I was like, is he going to leave that <laughs> off the list right now? Because that is the most prestigious one. Those are friendlies. Even, wasn't there a game where it was just Arsenal and Barcelona and you could win a trophy for that game? Somehow they finished fourth. <laughs> <laughs> there were only two teams. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool in the Community Shield... Community Shield? Charity Shield? Whichever one it is now. Community now. Sure. There you go. Salah played, and Firmino played, notably. And it was unclear whether they would be healthy and fit in time for week one, so it seems like they will be. Um, So with a mostly full-strength Liverpool, I think Mane is not going to be in there, probably, but... No, probably not. you got to worry about a dicking here, right? Like... Mm, First game of season, promoted team... Friday night kickoff. Yeah, they're going to get dick. I'm feeling an absolute dicking coming on. Well, we know you are, mate, because you're going for a little triple captain on your on your first fantasy football week that you've been mentally bragging about this week. I've I've tried to put that everywhere, Twitter on the little mini pod, everywhere I can, so as I can't back out of it. Oh, someone please validate my decisions. No, no, <laughs> no. It's a terrible fucking decision. I will not validate this nonsense. He's triple captaining on game week one. I would never advise anyone else to do it, but maybe you've got in my head again, Oscar, about the game's supposed to be fun or whatever. I just, I'm going for that overall rank number one, game week one. But you can't win the prize if you use the chip. I don't care about the prize. I just want to be able to screenshot number one overall rank. I'm sure it won't backfire spectacularly at all, given that Salah has one appearance in preseason and he didn't play the full 90, I don't think. Did he play the full 90? I don't remember. don't care. He had more shots than the whole Man City squad. To go completely 180 on you, it's still Liverpool versus Norwich. <laughs> yeah, um, and Norwich wasn't particularly good defensively last year. Of the promoted teams, they had... Uh, oh, no, Villa were the worst, but they had a terrible XGA. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll go on in, Ian. Yeah, sod it. Root for Ian. Woo! Yeah. Salah, triple captain. Let's go. 
Yeah. yeah, they were plus thirteen expected points. Norwich. What does that mean? They they got thirteen more. They got ninety four points, but according to the underlying stats, they would have expected to have eighty one points. I genuinely think Liverpool might run a cricket score here. <laughs> it might it might go silly. All right, so so let's move on from Norwich's impending dicking to. <laughs> West Ham's impending dicking Saturday, <laughs> 7.30 a.m. for the East Coast Americans, uh, 12.30 for the so UK people. people. Yeah. Uh, Man City on the road to West Ham. West Ham are not good. No? They got no defense. Nuns. Nuns, they've got a lot of exciting attacking new signings, and Man City have signed a South Korea striker um, as well. Are they? I missed that. Never- yeah, never. No one's ever heard of him. Yeah. I think they're just trolling because they're looking to sign um, Jao Cancelo uh, from uh, insert club he plays for here. Ian in the edit um, <laughs> for about sixty seventy million. So that's another right back, which makes you wonder that um, Kyle Guardiola will be dropped out of the squad soon. But yeah, Man City don't gun do Dickens. You got to feel bad for Kyle Walker getting dropped after that ridiculous off-the-line clearance in the Community Shield, too. Well, that and shaving his head to look like his manager. <laughs> and former captain. He just needs to get a pair of cargo pants with, like, way too many pockets in weird places. And then yeah, what is, what, what's going on with Pep? Is, is that going to be his thing this year, do you think? I don't know. Everyone slags off the Community Shield and says it's not a real game. Maybe he was just like, eh, oh, well, cash. It was Mufti Day. Well, remember, yes. his, his wife is, like, a fashion designer. She, like, runs a... Store right, but well, does she never look at him before he leaves the house? She gave him the stupid cardigan hoodie jacket thing because it's like high fashion or whatever. Ugh. And like honestly, if your wife gave you that and was like, "This is for my business, promote it," <laughs> you'd be wearing a stupid fucking bare pants. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? Oh, great! Thanks. Thanks, babe. I'd love to wear these green cargo pants in a giant stadium. <laughs> it's only 90,000 90, it holds. <laughs> on telly, is it? Oh, oh, it's got a zipper right on the front. Okay, good. That's useful. That's really They're good. They're going to be about 2,000 pounds as well. Yeah. What would be really good is if they were the ones you could zip and turn into three-quarter lengths. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones turning into shorts. Fun fact about my past i did not wear jeans until about the age of 18 because i just thought they were weird and like i don't know i was a fucking shitty teenager and i was like jeans are for losers you mean to do something else and so i had these olive green hideous fucking cargo pants that did indeed zip off to make shorts that i wore for like four years straight pretty much all through high school just wearing olive green cargo pants and I went through a phase, one of those summers, I don't remember which one, where I thought it would be so cool to take off one of the pant legs so I'd have one leg as shorts and one leg as pants because I was the douchiest 14-year-old in the world. I would have hated you so much. Yeah, Emily says that to me all the time. What you're you're basically saying then is that you did it first, so Guardiola isn't that cool. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter. Influencer, baby. That's what it is. There we go. So 10-0 Man City. Yeah. Not as big a dickin as Liverpool, but probably a dickin. Do we think Aguero will get any minutes? I haven't. He hasn't been seen Not at yet, all. Yeah, I don't think he might get subbed on. Maybe Sterling plays number nine. Aguero maybe gets ten, fifteen. Yeah, especially with um. Actually, I guess that's the big story with them from the Community Shield more than the result. Sane got hurt, 
And the latest update today is that he might need surgery, which might be putting off his move, his impending move to Munich, Bayern Munich. So either way, he's going to be out for a while, which I guess must mean Sterling out wide and then Jesus in the middle. I don't know. Pep Pep did not seem to like Jesus last last season. Bernardo Silva and Mares wide and Sterling in the middle. He's played Sterling in the middle for a lot of preseason. Yeah. That's true, and he does like Bilva out wide. So yeah, that might be what we see. Curious to I'm gonna check the lineups on that real early though. I also have Zinchenko in my draft team, so I need to make sure if he's playing or not. But let's move on. We don't want to get bogged down by obvious interesting fixtures. We want to get to the good stuff. <laughs> I'm talking Bournemouth versus Sheffield. Dave Mateo's big match back up in the Premier League for the first time, his beloved Sheffield United facing off against Bournemouth at home. Do we think that the promoted team has a chance? Well, if it's going to be against any team, they might have a chance against Bournemouth because who the fuck knows which Bournemouth's going to show up. That's true. Indeed, but Bournemouth have made some good signings and we've already said, um, you know, Oscar, you mentioned about... Oh, no, sorry, Ian, you mentioned about the interesting way in which Sheffield United play and seeing how it'll work and if it translates. So I think more from a path of the course for the season kind of viewing, it's, it's quite interesting to see how this will go. Um, but I think that's exactly it. Bournemouth is such a mercurial team that it's it could be 4-0 Bournemouth or Sheffield United could win 1-0. All right, so let's put some money down. I got Bournemouth winning. Uh, I'm I'm going to side with Dave. I'm going to go Sheffield. Okay. I'll go Bournemouth, but over three goals in the whole match because I think there's going to be goals. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, the next one we can genuinely skip. It's Burnley-Southampton. I give zero fucks about this. There will be nothing interesting going on there. It'd be nice if those two teams got relegated this year. <laughs> you know when there's just two names? You know, like when you see... It's like like at school when you just see like the register for the year and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to sit next to that kid again. Like <laughs> That guy didn't die or move away or anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, great. And now he's going through puberty, so he just stinks of fucking B.O. all the time. And he's wearing olive green cargo pants with only <laughs> one leg. It seems like a real... F- Fucking loser. I like when we stretch a metaphor. Next match, Palace Everton. One way or another, Zaha will be playing in this match. <laughs> the Wilfred Zaha mm. derby. Is that why they're trying to get him? So that they can have a you know an easy win that first week and then This is another factor of like I think a lot of people have overlooked through this that like it would not make sense for Palace to sell their best player to a team they're just about to play. Like even two seasons ago when we got Sacco from Liverpool and he wasn't playing for them. I think we had Liverpool third game of the season and it was after the fourth game or just before the fourth game that the transfer window closed. And so Liverpool waited until after they played us, even though Sacco wasn't going to be involved or anything because that's just natural. Just don't believe Sky Sports kids. There, are, there is like a very short list. Find some decent journalists out there and just never listen to Cavehead Solihull, right? <laughs> Cavehead Solihull, this, yeah fucking Good. cretin who just makes <laughs> bullshit up just to generate sky bet activity and make a load of money out of you Q everton unveiling video yes uh whilst we record <laughs> i am very much trebling if not quadrupling down on the fact that zaha isn't going anywhere and the transfer request stuff is bullshit the last thing i saw was that everton were throwing what was it 60 million and two players it had now gone up to well it was 60 million and two players which everton released a statement to say was not true now it's gone up to 80 no 
70 million and two players, I believe. Do Palace get to choose the players or is it just like hip dip dog shit? Well, it's meant to be James McCarthy on a permanent who apparently we've already signed for three million. So that doesn't make <laughs> sense. And Cenk Tosin on loan for the season. Tosin? You got any interest in Tosin? I don't have a little bit, but he was one of the ones who Allardyce, when Allardyce went from Palace to Everton via retirement, he took all of our transfer targets with him. Um, so Tosin was one of them, and it. No, I don't think he's as bad as everyone says, but no. I don't understand where this infinite money of Everton has come from. They've already they've already bought like Moyes Keane. Um, they've unveiled. Uh, I can't, don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's spelled like G B A B M I N N I N. Um, uh, I'm not going to have a go at that. No, Gabamin. And Bingo was his name. <laughs> And like quite a few others um, that that evade me now that they've signed or made permanent that were the loans from last year, so I don't get how all of a sudden they've got all this money to go after. It's the Premier League, man. All of these teams have insane money. It's just they choose not to spend it for like for obvious reasons. But like any team in the Premier League could go out and drop a hundred million, two hundred million in a summer, and be fine. But this very much seems like it's a uh, they're big time backing Marco Silva and if things don't work out for mm-hmm. them like that's one to keep an eye out for for the sack race because you know I've put Everton quite high in a predictor league and regardless of all this Zaha nonsense or whatever's going on like I think they'll do really well this year however if they don't get off to a flying start Marco Silva will be gone by Christmas like you don't sure. you don't spend all this money just to is is the sad fact of football now that we've gone into I really like that they're bringing in a ton of young players too like there's, much like Chelsea, there's something there if they can find it. With There's like a lot of raw potential, a lot of raw talent. Um, I think Palace are going to finish about equal with Everton this year. I think those two teams are about even in my head. Um, how are you looking at this fixture? Do you think that the home's going to help you guys out? No. We won three home games last year. Okay. So, so Everton no. for a win? Yeah. I saw that that new, new sign-in for Everton, what did, uh, what did you, how did you pronounce it? Moise Keane. Keane. I believe it's pronounced like Roy Keane. <laughs> Moist, brilliant, Roy Keane. Um, but Moist. They spent quite a lot of money on him, and he's apparently targeting seven goals this season. I was like, fucking lift your expectations, mate. <laughs> seven goals. He's young. He's really young. He might not even be able to count past seven. He's so young. Southampton's new sign in um, Adams or whatever, he, he's ridiculously said that Southampton could win the league. I mean, think bigger. It's seven goals. How many goals are you going to score? This many. (laughs) A million goals. Holds up seven fingers for the listeners. (laughs) Yeah, he could hold up ten, but he doesn't. He holds up seven. This many. This many. And a big smile. Uh, Moving right along, we got Watford versus Brighton. By the way, as we are recording, I did just get confirmation from my contacts at the BBC by which I mean their Twitter account, that Man City have completed the deal for Joao Cancelo. So that is official with Danilo moving the other way. I think that's a great pickup for them. That's a really good pickup. Bang. Yeah. Oh, Man City just got so much better. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and they just beat Spurs to it too. So that helps me in terms of stopping Spurs from getting better. I thought the big update you were going to do then was the fact that Watford have signed Danny Welbeck today. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that does take us to the next picture. Watford, Brighton... <laughs> Danny Welbeck, that Welbs, he's going to be the guy that uh, makes the difference here, right? Oh, God, do I have to rethink Deeney now in my FPL team? 
Yes. Uh, I, I think you had to do that anyway. <laughs> what is he doing in your Love Dini, because I didn't have Delafeu anymore and I just immediately moved sideways to Dini. Oh. <laughs> that is a terrible, terrible decision. Why? Dini's sometimes been essential. He's on penalties. There have been times when he's been an absolutely brilliant pick. Don't nod at me condescendingly. Do you have Leighton Baines in there too? He's on penalties and he's essential, right? He's got very good hair and he likes indie music, so yes. He looks like a hobbit. Well, I look like Mr. Tumnus. What you got? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Watford winning here because Brighton suck. Yeah. Do Brighton suck though? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty straightforward. Have you not been paying attention to me all this six years that you've known me? (laughs) I've tried not to, but... I think they're a bit of an unknown quantity at the minute, aren't they? Um, new manager. No, we still know their shit. Trossard not doing anything for you? Tosser. <laughs> Brilliant. Underlying stats had Brighton at 17th below Newcastle, Cardiff and Burnley. I, I think with a new manager and a couple of signings, they might they might be terrible, but they might be a different team. I don't know how much you can worry about last year's stats. Mm. I think it's very much wait and see with... Um, Brighton, because you never know, Dunk might still be going to Leicester, because Leicester got all of that um, has a Maguaza money, um, which has happened since we last recorded, I believe. Um, yeah, that, yeah. That the head of Slab has departed Leicester. Um, so if they've got all that cash, then and they can come in for Lewis Dunk. So, And that's where Brighton before were very well organised defensively. And I said this after they beat Palace, like when they were down to 10 men, they beat Palace 3-0, I think, last season, or 3-1, sorry that the defensive unit and the way they played together was incredibly well organised, but that's obviously under Hewton and didn't work out after that. It never sustained. So it'll be very interesting. Um, I think you are right. I think there's a few signings in there that are good. Um, Neil Morpay, even though there's a video going around of him at Brentford missing a completely open goal. Um, <laughs> Jürgen Lacardia has been banging in goals um, so it'd be good to see him live up to his FIFA 18 potential. Um, <laughs> and maybe maybe we'll see something from Jahan Bahaksh, FPL Scrabble favourite. Speaking of FIFA, did you see all the changes coming to career mode? No, I did not. Apparently you actually have to care about the press conferences now because it affects your team's morale and player morale affects their attributes. So if they're happy, they play better. It's just turning into football manager. Yeah, they're kind of turning into football manager. The only difference being that you actually play the matches. Well, I could, on Football Manager, I could watch the matches in real time. I never did. No, no one does. <laughs> I always planned to, if I ever got to an FA Cup final, like, actually watch it. Put a suit on. <laughs> With Peterborough? Well, no, I, I managed, I had a long career in Football Manager 2012 with Dover Athletic. I did Dover Athletic for a while. Did you? I think it's possibly because if you start as a Sunday League footballer who's unemployed, they're one of the only clubs who will give you a job. Probably. Like, I was a purist and I always tried to start, like, from the bottom. And then I I got them into League One. I was a Dover legend. All right, moving along. (laughs) We got got Spurs versus Villa. Biggest dicking of the weekend, yes or no? Uh, no. I say no also. But people have this, like, people are triple captaining Kane. Nope. Insane. Insane in In the the no Kane. brain. No, definitely not. Yeah, no way. Why are you? Why are you doing? Why are you even getting him in the team? That's just insane, stupid ideas. Why would people ever vote even to get Kane in the team? Oh, are you are you salty about something? Well, we put out those votes, didn't we, for the FPL team? And how'd it go? Well, so in our team, we have to have Harry Kane first of all, which personal reasons we're not happy about. 
They voted for Kane. They voted for Kane. Yeah, but we can veto. I veto Kane. I'm using one of my vetoes. I don't know how many we get. Well, we also just... we've, we've also got to get Salah and Sterling. Um, they voted for Fraser and Josh King. Um, we need to play with three at the back, but with uh, zero cheap defenders. Right. Um, we have to have Trent Alexander-Arnold and Fabianski because they've been voted for. So if you if you put in those seven players, um, we then have thirty four million left to pick the other eight. Right. Okay. So any of you maths nerds out there will know that that doesn't work for FPL. Well, you're going to have to exercise your. Um... Well, I'm just going to have to pick. What's the point in outsourcing if people are just going to pick stupid shit? <laughs> yeah, I did see the. the... <laughs> Results of the votes seem to be all over the place. This just so. shows once again that public votes don't work. <laughs> you can't trust democracy. <sighs> Fucking Brexit. I mean, if you asked, do I want Welbeck or Kane? I'm gonna vote for Kane, but you know what I mean. Well, I'm like, putting Welbeck in now. For sure. Welbs is going in. Um, I think this could be the surprise of the weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Villa can do something here. Fuck, really? Yeah. There's a there's so much going on at Spurs this week. They are all over the place. Ericsson maybe put in a transfer request, maybe is staying. Like there, there's just so much happening there. I don't think that they've got their head in the game. You know, if you look at them on FPL, you've got yellow, orange, or red warnings against a lot of their players. Be that for suspensions from last season, for Sun and um, Juan Foyth, I think Ali is injured. Dyer may be injured. Ericsson, who knows? Ericsson, who knows what's going on? I mean, if there's a tie, I, I wouldn't go as strong to say that I think Villa will win, but I think if there's a time for them to get quite a decent shock result and kick their season off in, in a big way, like it could be right now, with yeah. with all of these transfer rumours that are going around with them apparently signing everyone, every name under the sun, maybe those players don't really know what their future's going to be like. and Pochettino doesn't seem happy. No, he hasn't seemed happy for like two years now, though. Yeah. I think that might be why they're actually putting in for signings, is that Pacho was talking shit all summer. I think they were like, shit, we're going to lose this guy if we don't actually go sign someone. Mm. Like, so like the opposite of Newcastle, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, we'll keep you, we'll keep you, we'll give you the money, we'll give you the money, we'll give you the money. Then we let you go, and now we'll spend the money. Oh, I just found 40 million quid in a fireplace that I was being sick into. This is what happens when you liquidate British home stores. <laughs> Asset strip, yeah, exactly. They probably found it in the walls of the locker room when they were cleaning off all the mold infestation that they had. <laughs> Grim. Uh, yeah, I don't think Villa will necessarily do something. I just think that if you're going to pick like one fixture that might have a fluke result this weekend, that one stands out to me. I'm on board with that. All right, let's go to Sunday then. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We have kicking off at nine o'clock. Eastern Daylight Time. Can you stop doing the American time first? No, it's literally the number I'm looking at. Also, we have more American listeners. It's the Premier League, which is in England, so we set the times. Also, Greenwich Mean Time. Like, <laughs> all of y'all's dict- time is dictated by us, so... You guys aren't even on GMT right now. You're GMT minus one or whatever. British Summertime. Also set by us. The people what invented time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fucking British thing. It really is. Uh, Mm. The people what invented time. Yeah. (laughs) Two o'clock. Well, at nine o'clock on Sunday, we have Leicester Wolves. BST minus five for Oscar and his cretins on the East Coast. 
okay. Leicester Wolves and Newcastle Arsenal. Uh, any surprises there? Leicester Wolves might be a really good match. I, I was just about to say, like, because obviously I've spent so long poring over these fixtures, so this fixture hasn't avoided me. Um, this is probably the most exciting fixture of the week, potentially. Hey, fuck off. We're about <laughs> to get to Man United versus Chelsea. I don't give a shit about those me? two garbage dumpster teams. Right. Like, Leicester going... You know, if they go full Brendan Rodgers like Liverpool yeah. Brendan Rodgers, they won't defend and they'll just attack. Wolves will be absolutely shattered because of their 800 qualifying Europa League games and so won't be able to defend properly. So we'll probably just attack and throw everything at them. This, this, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Plus, like, who doesn't want to see a fox fight a wolf? Good point. True. Mm. No, no one's mentioned that. I have Leicester, Wolves, Everton, and Palace all about even with each other, so it's actually kind of cool that they're playing, like there's, they're all playing each other, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. In the first week. Well, because we're we're all clubs that have got a rick in us as well, so it's <laughs> yeah, definitely like on our day we can beat absolutely anyone or just lose to anyone. Correct. So I think that'll be very interesting. Um, Newcastle Arsenal. What the fuck are Arsenal going to look like? They're just going to play with nine strikers and uh, they're playing the zero five five formation. <laughs> Newcastle might grab a point here. I mean, this might be one of the only ones they get. Joe Ellington is going to score goals. Joe Ellington is good. Yeah. I don't know how he fits with Steve Bruce. I don't really see how any of them fit with Steve Bruce, but the worrying thing is here that what they've done is... is you mean physically like... fit in the changing room with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys actually... like? So I know banter, banter, the word I'm not allowed to say... We were all like, oh, Newcastle last place, going straight down, blah, 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 blah. Do you guys actually think Newcastle are going to get relegated? If Steve Bruce stays in charge, yes. Interesting. Okay. I put them that way in my predictor league, but that's just because I didn't want to like be too different from everyone else. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go down, honestly. They have, good, they have good players. I think I put them 17th, just avoiding it. Yeah, I mean, they'll be in the conversation, but Joe Ellington's a good signing, and they have good players. Like They have good players? They have some good players. They has players. They have players. Yeah. With names. Mm, let's yeah, let's go with that. No, Joe Ellington is like legitimately good. He, well, yeah, fine, but I don't think they've got any squad depth to speak of at all. Yeah, it does seem like they've got. You know, I think if you put together a first eleven, there's no way you'd say it's the worst first eleven in the Premier League. However, right. they, they just need a few injuries here or there and you're a bit like ooh, ooh yeah but down at the bottom having a pretty good first 11 is probably enough to keep you up like there's a lot of teams that are in the relegation conversation like anyway uh arsenal probably gonna win right what's their lineup gonna be i'm so curious well it won't be kashelny will it <laughs> oh that video <laughs> love that video of course fantastic. you do fantastic that's shithousery, the level to which I aspire to do one day. At first, I thought he'd signed for Melbourne Victory because it's a very similar <laughs> shirt, and I, I thought that Dave Matteo would even appreciate that more because <laughs> um, the, the shirts are very similar. But I, I don't care what anyone says. That is amazing. And <laughs> I particularly enjoyed on Twitter everyone coming out and saying how disrespectful it is, like, serving at the club, blah, 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 blah. Fuck that. Especially when it's Ian Wright. Ian Wright... Palace bought him from Dulwich Hamlet, got him a dream, his dream move to Arsenal, which fair enough was a club he supported as a kid, unlike Zaha, who doesn't support Arsenal, by the way. Um, <laughs> and he then 
scored in a game that relegated Palace and ran around the stadium kissing the Arsenal badge. So, you get to fuck. Like... <laughs> Oscar, if this if, if if that was Courtois, you'd be losing your mind and calling him all, all the names under the sun. I already am calling him all the names well, under the sun, that prick. <laughs> 48 goals in 33 games, good fucking riddance. Go sync with the rest of Real Madrid, you fucking trash. I'm just saying, if you're an Arsenal fan, you are fucking fuming at that. If you're an Arsenal fan, you deserve everyone laughing at you. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking Arsenal fans. But they made good signings. Like, okay, Chelsea bias and, like, laughing at Arsenal aside, they made good... Pepe's a good fucking signing. Yeah. They might be in for some more players still. Like, who knows? It really is a big fucking question mark of, like, who goes where. I've, I have no idea. No idea. I don't know if Pepe's going to start. I don't know if Obama Yang's going to start. Like, I... There are zero names on that sheet that I'm 100% confident mm-hmm. of. Yeah, because there's there's still a lot of the Arsenal players that are being linked with moves out as well. Right. Like, there's been a few things coming up for Iwobi, um, some to of the Everton, other defenders like as well. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was Everton, yes. 30, 30 million, I think they bid for him. Um, and then a few others. The Cole Jenkinson, who they've been trying to get rid of for ages, has gone to Nottingham Forest. And they, they all want to get rid of Mustafi, but... <laughs> fuck, no yeah. That, def- that defence, man, that... That's just insane that, like, as incredible a signing as Nicola Pepe is, like, because he just just is, he's a fantastic player, no one can deny that. Like, just sort out your defence, man. You didn't have a problem scoring goals last year. I know, and I've spent years defending David Luiz. And I continue, and will continue to defend David Luiz, but he will not go to Arsenal and fix their problems. He is a specific type of elite player that does one specific type of thing at an elite level, and it is not defending in a system surrounded by Isn't other weak no, 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 no. You, 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 you carried on too much of that sentence. <laughs> it's not defending. You don't bring in a non-defending defender to sort out a defense. Right. You pair him next to like the best centre-back in the world, and then the two of them as a pair take you to a Champions League final. By which I meant Gary Cahill, how they took us to the Champions League final in 2012. Congratulations, Chuck. I didn't even mention that. Gary Cahill to Palace. That's the big signing you wanted. Um, It's really weird because it was one of those ones that is not the most inspiring on the surface. But I think it's because it's a player that you know so much. And he's not... Is he the most exciting player? No. But when you think about it... He's still, he's 33, so at the same age as David Luiz, right? You said David Luiz was like One 32. year older, I think. Right. He's also won every single competition you can, and Palace have just got him on a free. So it is, it's a great pickup. It's, is it the most unbelievably inspiring, and do I get super excited about it? Not really, but that's, that's like a solid, solid, super cool signing that you're like, fuck, that's... Yeah, it's the, it's the opposite of Pepe. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the status. It shows that the club is kind of being seen as more legit now. The fact that we're signing, we've just signed a centre back who has won the Champions League, Europa League, um, FA Cup, Premier League, League Cup, Asia Trophy, um, <laughs> Community Shield, Community Shield, like captain to England. Um, yeah, he'll be managing you by Christmas. Oh, that'll be bring up player managers everywhere. <laughs> Wayne Rooney, why, why, where, why, how? Um, 
<laughs> I mean, you love to see it, but do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Him, Vinny Company. I still consider Frank Lampard a player manager. I don't care. Fine, sign him up. I'll take him in midfield. He can take penalties. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I would not be surprised if my wife Emily is a Palace fan by Christmas because she's just loves Gary Cahill that yeah, much. Yeah, that's how we get you. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. She she's true blue to the core, but she might buy a Cahill jersey. All right then. Come on then, Oscar. Let's talk about the last fixture. Fuck yeah. Chelsea 15, Manchester United 0. Let's fucking go. United don't even have a squad. Half their guys are on strike or in Italy. Like they're not the Dybala thing fell through, but they're still getting rid of Do you know that they relegate? They're making Lukaku train with the fucking children? <laughs> like, um, it's not just... No, it's not the children. He's training with the Anderlecht team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ole said that if he comes back, he's not going to be allowed to train with the senior squad. That he's, like, out. Like, if, if he's playing with the U23s this season. Fucking craziness. Craziness. Where did all that animosity come from all of a sudden? Is it just because they're trying to hock him out for Dybala? I think because they want the money. Really, I think it's probably to do with the direction they want to go in, which doesn't involve him. Um, and mm. I think he's just had so much undue, like, stick from his time there. Um, for being and, black? Um, I and young and rich, how dare he? For once, I'm not going to put a racist <laughs> tag on it, because I don't think no, it is. not this time. No, no. That's just, like, the son and Raheem Sterling, and, well, actually, no, the son and anyone black. Um, <laughs> but I think it's more that he couldn't perform in a team that wasn't performing and a team that wasn't built to his strengths. Um, and so, so sadly, uh, and I think it, he's just kind of priced out now of so many clubs because of his, what will be his wage right. demands or what he has to, has to get. Um, because he was going to go to Inter or Juventus, I believe. Yeah. Inter, I think is the thing right now. Yeah. But his the wages latest. will just be astronomical. And as much as Inter, you know, they have decent money and they want to rebuild. Yeah. Those those clubs don't have that Premier League money, like the the revenue, etc. So it's it's a much bigger ask for them to be putting. What well, let's face it, Lukaku's probably on two eighty three hundred k a week, especially at United. They just pay people whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, you guys know me. I'm still flying a hundred percent high on Chelsea. I'm down with Chelsea this year. I'm down with this this Chelsea team now. You you sold me. Let's go. Good times all around. Yeah. The David Luiz thing today really really does put. Like, a bummer on my week. Why? Why? Because he's like... Why? He's a club legend. Why? We love him. No, yeah, but... Like, him and Frank were friends. And now I guess they're having a falling out. Or is it just a professional thing? Like, oh, well, if I'm not going to be starting, I need to go somewhere else. Kind of thing. I don't know. But it came out of nowhere. When I first saw it on Twitter, I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would he be forcing a move and to Arsenal? But where did that come from, Oscar? Where did you... Where's kind of the source material from? Lampard said he's happy to sanction the fourth choice David Luiz's sale. That's, and that's that's possibly it then. It probably hasn't come from a bad place. Just like, uh, look, this is what we're doing here. We've got some experience around, but realistically, you're not going to get that many minutes. You cost a lot of money to, to keep around. And then they can focus on using Zuma and Christensen, maybe. I mean, and yeah. you said Lampard was fully getting involved. Maybe he's just made some hard choices there and, and had a word and, you know, it's, yeah. if he surplus the requirements, then fair enough. 
Absolutely. I mean, he kind of did the same thing with Tomoe Bakayoko. People on Twitter were like, oh, how come when Sari doesn't want to play Bakayoko and he ships him out, we talk shit. But when Frank does it, everybody's okay with it. Because there's a whole, like, sub-community of Chelsea fans who are, like, who want to tear down Lampard because they felt that Sari was teared down too much kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but Lampard gave him minutes, had conversations with him, saw him in training, and then decided. Whereas Sari literally never spoke to the guy, never let him play in any preseason, and was like, nah, he's out, I don't want him. So, like, that's kind of the difference. I guess what you're saying, but it is a bummer to see Luis, like, Luis's name anywhere near Arsenal. Yeah, must be. But but come on, Oscar, it'll be hilarious to see him at Arsenal. Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. It'll hurt my heart. I want it. I only want nice things for him. I th- it was nice. I listened to the Double Pivot this morning. I already mentioned that. And they begrudgingly were like, yeah, I guess Chelsea are still the third best team. That says more about the other teams than it does about Chelsea. That's true. That, I'll, I'll, I'll attest to that. Because if Chelsea with the transfer ban can still be better. And losing Hazard. Yeah. Is that why they're all scrambling to try and buy players now? Like we, can't be, we can't be embarrassed by Chelsea with a transfer ban. Maybe, like genuinely, through. yeah. Could be a factor. So, I don't know. I don't know what we'll see from either of the lineups, honestly. I have a sense of what I think Chelsea's lineup will be, but with William coming back and Rudiger coming back today, he was in training and they tweeted him a bunch of different times to try to like kind of signal that he might be playing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be a good match. Both of these teams are just going to go hell for leather this year. Christian Pulisic hat trick. Where can I put my money down for that? One of you put down a 20, 20 quid on that for me, and then I'll uh, split the winnings with you. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the bet. But if you lose, it's it's your twenty quid. So. No, no, that's not how it works, Oscar. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be the bookie in that situation. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I'll be the guy who comes around with hammers, snooker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. balls in socks. I just want you to make a bet and then give me half of your winnings. Is basically what I'm saying. Oh, oh, good. Good. It's like a consultant fee. I'm like telling you what are good bets. Mm, no, you're not. And then That's you pay me for bet. my services. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, bets and Man United, um, Man United to win the league this year is the longest odds they have ever been in the Premier League era, which is 40 to 1. 40. 4 Bloody hell. That's terrible. So Alex Ferguson <laughs> will be rolling in his whiskey-induced stupor. <laughs> Have that news. All right. Well, that wraps it up for the fixtures for this coming weekend, which is very exciting, boys. The Premier League is fucking back, and I could not be any more excited. Um, but we do have some of our own games to talk about a little bit, so I'm gonna throw to Stimmers. Yeah. So we like to do some like golden envelope season predictions, where we tuck away some uh, predictions about what we think is going to happen. And then at the end of the season, we look back at them and see how fucking ridiculous we were. So uh, we're going to send our predictions to Dave Matteo. We encourage you to do the same. Uh, He's at Dave Matteo on Twitter, I think. Just search for that. You'll find him. And uh, these are the categories that we are going to predict. Uh, So we're going to predict the total number of goals in the Premier League this season. Total number of cards, yellows and reds. So that's total this season who wins the golden boot who will be the first manager to go uh, and that is resign or sacked just in any capacity first manager to go uh, the total managers sacked or to leave over the whole season 
the weirdest thing to happen, that one's going to be judged subjectively by Dave, that one. So just <laughs> the weirdest thing that you think is going to happen, he will award points. Um, and the biggest dick in. So that's the biggest winning margin in a game. You need to nominate the game and the, the team that's going to dish out the dick in. Yeah, there'll be points for if you get the number of goals right, if you get the scoreline right, and like mega points if oh, you, so you get want the teams score- right. Okay, so there you go. So you need to nominate game and scoreline for bonus points. I'm just saying, Chelsea have beaten Aston Villa 8-0 on two separate occasions. Okay. <laughs> just putting that one out there. Lock it in right now. Cool. <laughs> so keeping on our Twitter, we are at Miles Offside Pod on Twitter. We will probably link Dave Mateo's Twitter account a couple of times to get as many of you doing end of season predictions as possible. Yep, it's Dave underscore Mateo. Thank you, That's Dave underscore Mateo. M-A-T-T-E-O. Yeah, and see if you can beat current reigning champion. Who's that? This guy. This guy. I was, for goals last year, I was four goals off. Yeah. I was real fucking close too, for the record. Oh, good. How'd you do overall? Third, didn't you? Didn't you come third by a long way? I don't know. I mean, you didn't do as badly in Predictor League, which is a nice segue as well into the Predictor League. We've mentioned it a couple of times and on our Twitters. Um, we are doing uh, another free-to-enter game where you just just send us your rankings of where each Premier League team will finish this season. Uh, the prize will be, I mean, we have had to knock back quite a lot of sponsor offers to make sure we get the, the right brand, uh, you know, for our image that we've just been pushing people away. Like, no, Apple, you're not right for us. No, so it's going to be a massive prize. Um, it's going to be at least <laughs> worth 50 quid. That's right, Chuck, if you project the image of success. Yes, yeah. this is it. Put it out there and things will come. <laughs> so, yeah, just send us your predictions uh, to our Twitter DMs, please. Um, it's great to have a lot of you getting in touch already, but when I have to check my WhatsApp, Facebook DMs, the podcast page DMs, the podcast page Twitter, my actual Twitter, it gets a bit of a headache. Um, so please just send them to our Twitter DMs. That would be amazing. Um, and finally, something as we mentioned before, we are doing our podcast FPL team. Um, we've put a few polls out, which I'm going to have to rip apart Which you've now, all ruined. Which you've all ruined. So <laughs> I'll try and uh, compromise and satisfy as many of you as possible. But ultimately, we'll just, you know, have to, we have to fit to a budget. Um, and then we'll put out a captaincy decision for you for the first yes. game of the season. A very quick poll. Triple and that's Captain quite- Salah. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be on the poll, yeah? Yeah, 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 Okay, fine, it's not fine. Just on your poll, mate. And you will have a massive poll if it comes in. Oh the biggest poll. The biggest poll I can muster at my age. The joke being that Ian has a giant penis. Am I on the right page here? And he also can't maintain an erection normally. Because I'm so old. Yes, there we, there we are. Premier League is back in one day, two days, two days from now, one day maybe for you, no days, maybe some of it's already happened. Bloody football. <sighs> Bloody football. Thanks very much for recording again, gents. It's always fun to talk to you. Football friends. Football friends. Podcast Ooh. friends. We shall see you next week, maybe. Well, we won't see you, but um, and we won't hear you. You'll hear us. Um, take care. Goodbye. God, I'm so glad we're back and we've got these like outros tight. I practice it a lot. <coughs> Bye. Are we still? Are we still in the outro? I don't know. Is this still pretty tight? Right? Like, who knows? I mean, it's scripted. 
It's, it's all written here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. And goodbye.